top of the show, uh, I just want to give a shout-out to Venezuela right now. Uh, the other day, Nicolas Maduro put on a sexy dress and some red uh, some red lipstick and did a sexy dance, and several oil executives um, in Texas sort of went bauga, and their they eyes popped out of their heads. like in Naruto. Yeah, exactly, and they ran over to Venezuela, and now they're doing uh, years and years for crimes against the people. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, shout-out to Venezuela. Top of the show, I'd just like to give a happy Al- Albanian Independence Day to you all. <laughs> November 28th it is. It's the eagle. It's the eagle, folks. We love the <laughs> eagle. It's flying. It's flying to protect us. Can't see. I'm doing it with my hands. <laughs> <sighs> so how you boys been? Uh, you know, not bad. Been all right. It's my first day off in a week. Jesus. That blows. I took my uh, first shower in a week today. That was a good idea. <laughs> I've been deeply, deeply dedicated to the uh, sport of redstone on Minecraft. Created many independent machines. I really, I haven't read anything in the last week. I haven't done anything constructive at all. So this uh, well, will be a real fun podcast. And I've been uh, living in a cabin on Joey's Minecraft server in the woods, and occasionally putting a, a notebook in a, a trapped chest and waiting and leaving it at his industrial compounds. Welcome back to Boomer Death Squad, the number one Kaczynski podcast <laughs> on the left. I'm your host, the Unipotter. <laughs> uh, so, when you said Kaczynski, what did you say? What is his nice name? Kaczynski. Kaczynski? I-, I was thinking of uh, the guy who plays Jim on The Office. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Krasinski or whatever. Yeah, so- Bro, he loves Pam and the CIA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's really important yeah. so i guess i'm uh i'm danny uh pam i'm danny pam yeah all right all right we have ted krasinski and pam so far what do you got matt i'm i'm still trying to string something perfect together <laughs> ah. you must leave the artist to work uh-huh. leave us in suspense i'm at the edge of my seat here yeah i was on uh I was on IMDb because there's that viral tweet that's like Breaking Bad is the fourth best uh, TV show of all time, according to it. Okay. And The Wire is the fifth, and The Sopranos is like the twelfth, so that list is bullshit. That is, what's number one? God, I don't know. Planet Earth with David Attenborough, what? I think. Bullshit. People love to get some sort of, like, you know, quasi-well-known British pedophile <laughs> to read to them about foxes and then think this is education <laughs> the most classic thing you can do with uh, planet earth is watch the one pedophile narrate planet earth to you while you listen to the four pedophiles of pink floyd play dark side of the moon while you watch planet earth oh is that their thing they're they do dark side of the moon i'm i'm pretty sure that's a thing you watch planet earth and play dark side <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, that's one of those gay things like your first pot dealer tells you. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's classic. I was supposed to watch Wizard of Oz backwards listening to Dark Side (laughs) of the Moon. (laughs) I definitely did that in high school. (laughs) I definitely didn't. I've never seen Wizard of Oz. It's trash. It's a terrible movie. Absolutely. Who cares? Absolutely. And I'm sitting in my supermax prison cell lamenting Zokar Sarnaev and Ramzi Youssef in their bombing attempts because they did not support the U.S. Postal Service. <laughs> Welcome back, Matt. We're glad to have you. <laughs> they, might have not pro- uh, they might have not been supporting the Postal Service, but they sure were supporting the Federal Bureau of Investigations. <laughs> That's a psyop. It's a weird gaggle of bombers together in that in that little supermax row, though. Did you say McVeigh? He's dead. They they executed him in like 2001. Terry Nichols, his boy, is there. Nice. Who else you got there? You got you got Olzokar. You got who else is there? I think the shoe bombers there. The underwear bomber guy is there. So all various like. U.S. like psyop things, but then you got like Ted Kaczynski, you got the Olympic Park bomber who was mostly into bombing abortion clinics. Uh, he's there. Imagine being the guy who failed to do the underwear bomb and having to like live in this 
bomber paradise prison where he is as the underwear bomber (laughs) exactly he is the underwear bomber he is so cucked he didn't get anything he's got burns on his genitals yeah exactly exactly that guy just like burnt his dick off before going into prison (laughs) do you remember the video of him sitting on the plane and his pants just catch on fire and he sort of just like he sits there really awkwardly and then just (laughs) nothing happens (laughs) he does jim from the office face (laughs) <laughs> His underwear is made of the material they make the black box out of. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else? What else did I see? Uh, Ian Miles Chung, our uh, Malaysian reporter for Boomer Death Squad, says, Stimulus checks are free from the government, much like Obama's bombs were free for the <laughs> Afghan weddings. <laughs> That's a good one, Ian. Good for him. Yeah, th- I mean... They were free for Afghan weddings, right? They didn't pay for them. Oh, of course not. It's a wedding gift. They couldn't pay for them. Like, three of those bombs are worth as much as the entire Afghani GDP. <laughs> I, like the, I like the idea that Ian Miles Chong got a stimulus check. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right, actually. They sent him one. Yeah, he spent it on his Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> this isn't important, but I got a kick out of it. This is an interesting way to handle being Me Too'd. Uh... Drake Bell of Drake and Josh fame got oh me my too'd God. and uh, is just like masquerading as a Mexican man now. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I'm so glad you're bringing he just this tweets up. Tweets in Spanish. He just changed his name and became a Spanish musician. It's amazing. Drake he changed his last name to the Spanish word for Bell. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so fucking funny. Oh my God. Yeah, I love that. that. Morrissey that should do that. Rocks. That's what I was about to say, because Morrissey has die-hard fans in Southern and Central America. Uh, in high school, I joined all these groups on Facebook that were like, Maz, our love, our life. <laughs> it's just full of 60-year-old women, like, <laughs> showing their shrines to Morrissey all throughout the global South. Like, every, every Abuela Eichmann in the world would love it if Morrissey <laughs> toured down there. But... Uh... Nice. All right, boys, I'm cracking open the yerba mate. Nice. Gonna get fucked up. <laughs> Reveling in some berries. <laughs> Speaking of touring, how about that? the tour that that uh, Canadian weed guy took where he just brought COVID to, like, <laughs> like all of Canada? Colton. What's his name? I called him Colton for a second. I gave him a somewhat normal name. Cortland. <laughs> <laughs> Cortland in the Bronx, baby. <laughs> what was his deal was he just dealing through canada no he's like he's like a spokesman for legalizing weed or something oh it's one of those normal guys uh, unless weed is legal in canada it I is can't remember. it is yeah, he's like an is. entrepreneur he's trying to like get his own business <laughs> oh my oh god oh my god so, <laughs> so awesome so this was just chris like going around Canada like I'm about my grind I'm about my money I'm about my bag my friend died under mysterious circumstances and I'll never be the same so now I'm about my money I'm about my bag uh, can't wait to cut that yeah but Jesus uh very funny um this is what you get when you make me podcast within 40 minutes of waking up (laughs) oh man yeah didn't he bring COVID to a province that was like pretty clean of it for some time Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm yeah (laughs) <laughs> Cortland Cronk, and he ran. And and he like... ran an OtterBox scam in high school. Whatever that is, <laughs> that's like what, like which, OtterBox which, cases. Which, no, well, I mean, here in America, that would be what that is. But I presume in Canada, it, it involves actual otters in some way, shape, or form. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this guy's a trapper. Yeah, he's a traditional French trapper. Actually, <laughs> he's, a, he's an illegal trapper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Out of the Quebec <laughs> province. Oh, ho, ho, I will catch the marijuana. <laughs> I grow it in this ice cube. Oh, ho, ho. I will catch uh, the COVID. <laughs> I will catch the COVID. I will give it to your grandmom. Oh, ho, ho. I will draw the picture of Muhammad. <laughs> <laughs> All this trapping talk reminds me of Alaska State Troopers. Have you guys ever seen that show? 
think I've heard of it. It's the it's it's the only Oh, that's what Truck Crew used to watch all day, yeah, right? Yeah, it's like a cop show, but they're in oh. Alaska, so it's like they're all like trying to like catch people who are like hunting bears illegally, so they just have to like set up a <laughs> fake bear and sit next to it in like the middle of a lake. <laughs> for like six hours and wait for some like drunk guy on a canoe to take a shot at it and then go like give him a ticket (laughs) all policing should be done like it is in alaska though where there's just like one cop helplessly driving from drunk driving incident to the next drunk driving incident and that cop is drunk exactly (laughs) because he hasn't he has he doesn't have the opportunity to have a family he's giving citations for people who aren't drunk driving you actually have to drunk drive in Alaska because uh, your blood will freeze otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <clears throat> you want to uh, you want to get started here? Yeah, I suppose so. What are we talking about today, Uncle Dan? Uh, mainly, we're talking about Twitter stuff today. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just just the happenings on Twitter over the last week. Um, uh, gay, <laughs> but very funny. Um, uh, so. I don't know if uh, you guys saw this. I'm pretty sure I sent it to you. Not sure if the listeners saw this, but um, uh, over this week, uh, this this student newspaper for uh, Ferris State University, this public college in Michigan, uh, called The Torch, um, they received a screenshot of a faculty Zoom call where uh, Professor of Physical Sciences Thomas Brennan, uh, <laughs> I guess he typed this in the chat or something for some reason. He says, the pandemic and riots are a leftist stunt to overthrow the United States government and destroy our civil liberties. <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> like, okay, man, like, <laughs> what what led him to say that in a staff meeting? But, <laughs> uh, so that's that led out to, you know, other staff speaking out against him or whatever and apparently he was reprimanded by the administration i'm not really sure how uh but (laughs) the torch was able to acquire screenshots of his private twitter and uh boy oh boy did they find a treasure trove i will say that he was punished by he was paddled <laughs> he was a bad boy, and they paddled him in Michigan. Typical Catholic punishment. It's the fucking like red ass fat Irish principal from Fargo paddling this guy. <laughs> uh, so this is all from the article. Science professor denies science. Ferris professor calls COVID nineteen leftist stunt and more on alleged Twitter account by Cora Hall in the Torch. So most of this is just screenshots of the guy's tweets. Um, so, so here's the first one. October 4th, 2019. Please, Polly, speak up for the TIs. I'm also a targeted individual. Subjected to microwave and nanotech assault. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a professor of physics and astronomy at Ferris State University in Michigan. So <laughs> you don't really need to allege. He's Saul's brother and better call Saul. <laughs> literally, literally. He's being gang stalked by fucking... By microwaves. <laughs> yeah, by microwaves, by fucking Iron Man. He thinks Iron Man is gang stalking him. Um, yeah, yeah. And it's like, they call it his alleged Twitter account, but it's like the profile picture is just the guy's face. His The, the Twitter handle is his name. And then he says in this, I'm a professor of physics and astronomy at Ferris State University in Michigan. <laughs> I love his I love his at though because it's the perfect like boomer at where it's just his first name last initial then a shitload of numbers. <laughs> yeah, just a shit ton of numbers, yeah. Exactly. The best thing this could possibly be named. Yeah. Um, and uh it's actually ableist to criticize Thomas Brennan for uh believing in gang stalking while teaching you physics. <laughs> I barely passed physics. I re- I wish this guy was my teacher oh, so man. I could just like carry around a little microwave and just like, get him to leave the room when we take tests. When we get into when we get into like his statement on this later, oh man, I I agree. I really wish this guy was my physics teacher. Um, so the second tweet we have, he says, At DCaminer2, guess what? The COVID stunt has failed. You won't get your leftist new world order. <laughs> so you may you may be wondering, who's, who is this person he's tweeting? Debbie Kaminer. She's just a law professor at City University of New York. So he's just he's just getting in beefs with other professors. <laughs> That's cool. That's a cool thing to do with your free time. The man's got enemies. <laughs> well, we have challenged Mark Marin to a duel formally. He hasn't responded yet, but we're ready to start podcasting beef. Three on one, our shot is fair. 
<laughs> I, I think so. And besides, people are like, yeah, dude, Andrew Jackson won 100 duels. That's so impressive. And it's like, no, it's not. He just turned around on two instead of one. <laughs> it's really easy to win a duel. You just shoot first. Why was Andrew Jackson getting into so many duels? Because he was a syphilitic Louisiana good old boy <laughs> who accidentally beat a different British fail son and became one of our most consequential presidents as a result yeah we gotta bring uh, back dueling mark square up <laughs> thomas brennan and debbie Kaminer, please duel <laughs> so uh let's let's continue on through this guy's tweets so here's here's the tweets uh in regard to covid19 number one covid19 is another jewish revolution <laughs> <laughs> this is what I love about capitalist anti-Semitism because it's just like, okay, so the Bolshevik Revolution was a Jewish revolution, but also Jews controlling the banks is Jewish control, and it's like, so what, they control capitalism and communism, so why does it even matter? <laughs> it's I, for one, welcome our Jewish overlords. Yeah, me too. I, I have an Old Testament name, and I love it. Uh, you have an Old Testament name, and me and Danny just miss our Old Testament girlfriends who hated us and were very, very mean to us. Don't we all have Old Testament names, or do Matthew and Joseph uh, only roll up in the new part? Matthew is definitely New Testament, bro. I was going to say, brother, I am Jesus' stepdad. I am so tertiarily involved. Yeah, I was Jesus' boy. I don't whatever. <laughs> I, I bet the apostles were not like adults. You know what no. I mean? Like, it's sodomizing like, Gomorrah with Matt. Nobody was an adult 2,000 years ago. Yeah, they, no one yeah. made it that far. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, you lived to be 23. Didn't Jesus make it to like 33 or whatever? Kind of impressive. Yeah, allegedly. No, Jesus was part of the 27 club. <laughs> <laughs> He actually died with a white Bic lighter in his left pocket. (laughs) Yeah, but he was on so much heroin when he died that there was no way he could have done it himself. (laughs) And everyone knows Courtney Love hired Il Duce to kill Jesus. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. If you you look at Jesus' suicide note, it's clearly not his handwriting. Um, No. So, uh, continuing on here. Uh, fuck this evil wizard in reference to a video of Fauci. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's Beast. It sounds like a Rush song. <laughs> <laughs> fuck this evil wizard! <laughs> that was good, man. You should be in a, like a, you should start a hair metal band. I should start a hair metal band. We have long hair and we hate women. Let's go. <laughs> uh, stand up for yourselves, people, and stop falling for this coronavirus hoax. <laughs> Like, what does that mean? Just take off your mask and get kicked out of an Arby's? Like, that's the yes. only thing you can do that's any different. Yes, yes. You, you make the busybody liberal types very upset, but otherwise, it's like, I don't know, no one's coming to help you, everyone's suffering. The coronavirus hoax is the official position of the U.S. government. So, uh, so this guy's position on the coronavirus being, being a hoax is, it's a little bit nuanced. Because he says that COVID isn't real, but the symptoms are. So he goes on to explain it here. It's partly because the homeless can't afford cell- smartphones. Presumably they're talking about homeless people don't have COVID. <laughs> That's completely untrue. Uh, no. He says that smartphones are the main cause of COVID symptoms, I think. <laughs> and it's like prisons have like... A third of the total coronavirus cases in America just for the lols or whatever. Yeah, yeah, to own the libs. It's funny that he's a phone bad guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's the 5G thing, right? Oh, it's even before the 5G. So here... The fucking... The anarchist bookstore in Philly when they were... Uh, they burnt down, like, a 5G tower <laughs> because they were like, this is going to stop the police. Nice. And it was... The funniest thing I've ever seen. That's awesome. Uh, So he says, could be as simple as coronavirus is partly caused by cell phones, Wi-Fi, and not just 5G, but 4G and 3G. (laughs) (laughs) When 2G slash 3G started, I could feel it. (laughs) In 2005, I got mysteriously short of breath. It was horrible. Apricot pits helped me recover. You could easily confuse that for Corona. Matt, you were so fucking on point. It's literally fucking Saul's brother. (laughs) Yeah, and he... 
It's literally. I didn't even think feel about it. That. I did not even realize and that. And he's boofing apricot pits to make himself feel better. <laughs> exactly. That's like, you know, the Teflon shield he surrounds himself in. Same idea, except it probably smells worse. <laughs> it just hurts when he sits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he puts the apricot pits up his ass, was the part he didn't discuss here in plain words. Well, how else could you keep one on your person at all times to protect yourself 2G, 3G, 4G, Yeah, you literally and 5G need weight. to. It's your pocket. Yeah, the ass is just the first forbidden pocket <laughs> <laughs> the devil's pocket always sunny when yeah. max dad is trying to get them to smuggle in drugs through their buttholes anyway we didn't bring any heroin this time but we'll totally be back <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna kill us and eat our butts <laughs> all right all right this one i'm super into this one the coronavirus is actually nanotechnology emitted by cell phones and computers. Weaponized smellovision. <laughs> <laughs> like the thing from fucking Futurama? Is that literally what he's talking about? <laughs> Probably. This guy's a physics teacher. This guy's a physics professor. <laughs> Yo, college. dude, I fucking love science. I believe in science. <laughs> and then science is just this. <laughs> this guy goes to Disney World and they're pumping out the fake smells and the rides and she's like, smellovision everywhere. <laughs> I'm being gang stalked by turkey legs. <laughs> um, so, so, according to a student currently in Brennan's class, uh, he frequently talks about conspiracy theories on cell phones uh, while he's in class. A Rate My Professor review said Brennan, quote, has several conspiracy theories that he will spend most or all of the lecture talking about <laughs> instead of the material. <laughs> Oh, but that's the best, dude, when, you've lot, when you're supposed to have a test next class, but then you can just put it off for three weeks by asking him about quarks. Yeah, no, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, and he gets into quarks here. This is, this, is one of the, um, this is one of the principal tweets that he's getting owned for. Um, this is his <laughs> Mona Lisa, I think. <laughs> yeah, so, so it reads, quarks are fake. The Higgs bosons is fake. I don't know what that is. Black holes are fake. Neil deGrasse Tyson is a worthless N-word. Dark matter is fake. Atom bombs are fake. Bill Nye is a worthless N-word. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. The moon landing is fake. Viruses are fake. Buzz Aldrin is a worthless N-word. But he calls Anthony him bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he calls him boss, like he's busting a nut. Uh, Anthony <laughs> Fauci is dot, dot, dot. Um, <laughs> I can't get over this guy. <laughs> this guy rocks. Uh, Higgs boson is just like, I think it's the particle cloud surrounding, like, I had cut this. I'm not going to describe science. No. Science is gay. Fuck science. But science is gay, but what you have to remember is that Bill Nye is a worthless N-word. <laughs> Uh, okay. What it's, the it, fuck? This is the best tweet I've ever seen. I'm gonna pin this on our Twitter. I like to. I like to think he like he tweeted the Neil deGrasse Tyson part, and he's typing. Then he's like, "Dark matter is fake. Atom bombs are fake." Then he's like, "Shit, that part might have been a little racist about Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah, right? I gotta call a white guy the same thing." Yeah, I have to call two white guys. Yeah, now that. it's not racist anymore. Yeah, and an Italian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so here's a quote from another one of his students. He was my physics professor for two semesters. He talked like he is near God. He was absolutely the worst professor I have ever had. Um, That's awesome because I've had three different physics professors and they were all the worst people I ever met in <laughs> descending order. I am a God. Everyone is lying about quarks. He's it actually just Kanye. Like I thought it would. He's actually just Jesus era Kanye. Um, so that's the end of that article, but uh, a little over 24 hours after uh, that one was released, he made his Twitter public and then private again a few hours later for some fucking reason, just completely inexplicably, um, but, not, cool. but not before more screenshots were taken. Um, they were able to find his Gab account, which Gab is a right-wing, you know, free speech social media platform, similar to Parler, but connected to more mass shootings, uh, for example, the Pittsburgh synagogue shooting in 2018 was from Gab. Um, I have Parler instead of Gab because you need to type in the 14 words instead of your password <laughs> to log in on Gab. Is it Parler or is it Parlay, like the French? Oh, uh, probably it's not definitely the French. Parler. It's probably, definitely Parler. Probably not the French because they're gay, But right? that's not like how the word Parler is spelled, right? They're trying to reclassify the French as non-white every single day. <laughs> like, there's no way it's Parlay. But it's but they spelled it like it. Yeah, but I like, believe that's... that the guy who made it might have intended that, but not 
Ted Cruz who uses it, yeah, you know? Yeah. Or the people who pronounce it. Um, no, yeah, so, everyone on Parlor is secretly French. so now we get into the new round of tweets that got screenshotted this one gets a little bit uh gets a little bit problematic you might say so is it just me or do the jews seem to have a hive mind if i say something about israel or the kabbalah or whatever online all the jews at work give me this weird look i think they all talk they must have a special app on their phones not like the special app i use to tell people that jews are some form of bug from gears of war holy shit that's what gab is um yeah so number two i do not consent to zionist domination they can have their own country leave the rest of us alone I don't care that five to seven million Jews died in the Holocaust. It's not my fault. I have the right to criticize Israel, and I believe that dual citizen citizenship should be banned. So this guy is actually a psyop to make left-wing uh, <laughs> criticism of Israel appear to be anti-Semitic. <laughs> no, because the second fucking sentence is they can have their own country. So this guy hates yes, Jews, he and he's still Zionist. like, okay, there should be an Israel. Yes. There should be an Israel. Yes, exactly. He is a Zionist, and this is the classic nazi third positioning of yes there should be an israel but because there should be just a bunch of ethno states exactly exactly i don't care that five to seven million jews died in the holocaust that's notable because he's not a holocaust denier he's just like oh good they killed a shit ton of jews yeah, yeah, you're right. That is interesting. Those many Jews died and it was a good thing. It's like those right-wingers who are like, the Holocaust hasn't happened yet, but it should. Yes, exactly. There's so many different strains of conservative psychosis. But let's move on to the next two tweets. This is one more reason how I know nukes don't exist. Because if they did, then Israel would have used one by now and blamed it on somebody else. <laughs> That's a pretty that's a pretty strong tweet right there actually. <laughs> I would tweet that. <laughs> All right, this is where it gets All right, okay. Given that, hey everybody, look out for any groups of Israeli quote art students who look like they might be scurrying around and wiring up a huge pile of TNT. What? He's going to canceled for this one because he said scurrying because he literally <laughs> thinks Jewish people are rats. Yeah, yeah. I, th- but, this uh, guy is insane. So, you know, you might ask yourself, what the fuck does he mean by nukes don't exist and a huge pile of TNT? He's been watching too much Tom and Jerry. <laughs> so look no further than his written response to these uh, articles. Are you guys ready? Bring it on. Hit me. November 23rd, 2020. To the Ferris community, the student newspaper, The Torch, recently published a hit piece attempting to smear me as a science denier, racist, and anti-Semite. I am none of those things. Okay. All the people involved in the newspaper club have now failed physics. (laughs) This controversy started after I made a few statements in a College of Arts and Sciences meeting of faculty and staff about the COVID-19 pandemic. My statements were to the effect that I believe the COVID-19 pandemic is a stunt designed to enslave humanity and strip us of all our rights and freedoms. Our rights and freedoms to go to Hooters. I don't believe that the pandemic is a hoax. People have died. But its severity is being exaggerated by revolutionary leftists in the media and government who never let a good crisis go to waste. Yeah, revolutionary leftists in the Donald Trump administration. (laughs) Yeah. Steve Bannon is a Leninist. I mean, to be fair. The end result of this hysteria, if unchecked, will be a mandatory vaccine. No one will be allowed into public places or permitted to buy food in a supermarket unless they present proof of vaccination. Initially, this electronic vaccination certificate will be tied to a person's smartphone, but will soon after be in the form of injectable micro or nanotechnology in the vaccine itself. If this comes about, it will truly be a fulfillment of the prophecy of the mark of the beast, as described by St. John the Apostle in the book of Revelation. So thinks that supermarkets are going to do that when my job right now won't even kick people out for not wearing a mask if they do the medical like the medical condition like bullshit no that's the thing it's just never going to get better we're never going to have a mandatory vaccine no one can afford that and the government's not going to pay for it fuck no absolutely fuck now uh, this uh, have you guys seen this mark of the beast thing 
Yeah, yeah, this is really cool because it's just reviving this sort of, like, uh, anti-Satanism movement of the 90s right wing, mm -hmm. which is just so fucking funny to any person who's grown up after that, I guess. <laughs> uh, I believe in Mark of the Beast, but I'm an accelerationist Christian, so I think that it should and happen. Exactly. <laughs> the Mark of the Beast is uh, Frank's awesome carb cap. It's like Baphomet. That's what the Mark of the Beast is. <laughs> Uh, in order to distract people's attention away from that and other points I'm trying to make and to silence me and get me fired. The student newspaper, probably at the behest of leftist professors and administrators here at Ferris, have published a series of articles implying that I'm racist, anti-Semitic, and a science denier. These are the standard mind control spells that leftists cast upon their enemies. Let me try to dispel them. He uses level three to spell magic. Yeah, I was going to say, this is great because the leftists <laughs> are evil wizards, but he is a good wizard yeah. in his same headcanon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> are you right. a good witch or a bad witch? <laughs> <laughs> I have a Twitter account that I use as a hole to shout in. I use the account to test the boundaries of language and ideas, and will sometimes <laughs> say some things that sound inflammatory or strange. I keep it in a locked private mode so that only my small number of followers can see my tweets, and I always delete the most controversial ones within a few hours to a day after typing them. It's been my way of poking the dragon. <laughs> on a private Twitter account? <laughs> Yeah. Until now, it's gone unnoticed, but I have finally caught the attention of the cancel culture. I knew this would eventually happen, and it's fine that it's happening now, as our society is reaching a crescendo of madness. It, it is a crescendo of madness, and when I am being held accountable for saying that Jews are a form of dog. <laughs> Alright, so this is when he starts explaining himself of the tweets that we just read to you. Let me address a few of these tweets, starting with the one where I use the N-word. I believe the N-word is a mind control spell designed to make us hate each other. I am not racist against black people. I love and respect them. But I reject the premise that there are certain magic words that should never be used in any context or by certain people. I uttered the word to try to neutralize its power. <laughs> uh, and its implied meaning in the context of the tweet was a synonym for human being or persons, <laughs> as I used to describe people of different races. I deleted this tweet within a few hours of typing it back in June 2019, way before I made the COVID-19 comment. So someone must have screenshotted it and been building a portfolio to use against me for when the time came. No, you're definitely just in group chats, man. People are just sending your tweets to each other. I'm actually an alchemical linguist at the top of my tower, carefully uh, disassembling the N-word and uh, putting it back together to be reused in a less harmful way. Exactly, exactly. He cast a spell to end the mind control of the N-word, so he had to gather things that he associated with black people, like fried chicken, watermelon, mm -hmm. um, comically large lips... Things of this nature. This guy loves, like, vaudeville. Yeah, this guy did blackface to type the N-word. <laughs> okay. Allegedly, in Minecraft. So, besides using the N-word, a linguistic atom bomb that I only got to use people's attention, I also said atom bombs are fake. The atom bomb has got to be one of the most fear-inducing, oppressive ideas of all time. And fear is the mind killer. There he references Dune, the son of a bitch. So, <laughs> after rewatching the footage of atomic bomb tests from the 40s, 50s, and 60s, it appears to me they are just films of explosions of large piles of TNT, made to look much bigger through special effects. <laughs> By filming an explosion at a high frame rate and playing it back in slow motion, an impression of immensity can be achieved. Other special effects techniques, such as front projection, forced perspective, and superimposed images also seem to be used in some of the footage. A combination of these techniques was used to produce the surprisingly real-looking tornado scene in the 1939 film The Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz, there it is. <laughs> like, come on! Uh, it's just stupid conspiracy theory. It's so dumb. But, the best special effects were then, and are still, a military secret. <laughs> and were only used sparingly in fictional films of the time to define a false frame of what was real on film. Hiroshima and Nagasaki were firebombed and flattened overnight with conventional bombs. Now, he's not entirely wrong about uh, flattening cities in Asia with firebombs, but I'm pretty sure most of that took place in China, where they would just... they When they were testing napalm in the 60s, they just sort of uh, demolished huge swaths of... Uh, 
uh, of, of towns and cities um, in, an, in an attempt to uh, harness napalm to be able to burn things and spread easier to destroy Asia specifically because of their infrastructure. But I digress. There is much more to the atom bomb deception, but let me move on. I also said the moon landings are fake. The films of the Apollo moon landings were faked using the same special effect bag of tricks that was used to fake the bomb. I don't get that. <laughs> this is where he gets into some pretty funny arguments. But the most powerful argument for why I believe we did not land on the moon is that the inner solar system is a blast furnace, and the sunlit surface of the moon is over 700 degrees Fahrenheit, not 250 degrees as NASA claims. That is why the moon glows red during a lunar eclipse. Oh my god. This guy, this guy is a professor of physics. Uh... Probably not anymore. Does he want to come on the pod? <laughs> yeah, you're right. We could use a fourth host like this. <laughs> I l the moon landing being fake is my favorite conspiracy theory because it doesn't mean anything. The moon, it, real or fake, it wouldn't change a single goddamn thing. Yeah. It's w it's Whitey on the moon by fucking Jill Scott Heron. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So... Not because of refracted red light from the Earth's atmosphere, as Bill Nye and Neil Tyson would have you believe. The shadow of the Earth's atmosphere is blue, not red. There you go. Yeah, the sky is blue. Let's go. Uh, Bill Nye and Neil Tyson also invented the atmosphere. What is he even I, saying here? That they're the ones who decide this? I don't know. I don't know. The guy is psychotic. He's insane. So... Now I have to address the tweets I made about Jews and the Jewish Mafia. The Torch article conveniently didn't mention any of my undeleted tweets showing I support the existence of the State of Israel, and I believe the Holocaust was real and not fake. We already- we have already discussed, uh, his- his view of that. So, the Holocaust was per perpetrated against the Jews in order to hijack their nation and take them hostage, though they didn't have a nation during the Holocaust, but Israel- Israel didn't exist then, but whatever. Hitler and the Nazis were the means to this end. Hitler was a golem, an evil monster whose rise to power only happened because he had financial support from global elites in the United States. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Great Britain and other countries. King Edward was infamous for his early support of Hitler, and that's why he abdicated. Henry Ford, Prescott Bush, and international corpora corporations like Bayer and IBM were also supportive of the Nazi, Nazi regime. Also true. But, of course, that's that's him critiquing, like, globalism or something, which he thinks is a lefty thing, and not capitalism. But whatever. Yeah. I do not believe that middle-class Jews are involved in an international conspiracy, only that a small number of their elites are. Furthermore, the great majority of elites involved in this global globalist conspiracy are not Jewish. It's not considered anti-Italic to talk about an Italian mafia. No writing in slanty letters. <laughs> <laughs> Bold Which is only. also just what the Italian language is. <laughs> just slanty English. Uh, so it shouldn't be considered anti-Semitic to talk about a Jewish mafia. Israel and the Jews should not be blamed for their crimes of a small number of mobsters, like Jeffrey Epstein or Glenn Maxwell, who used pedophile blackmail to control American politicians. Yeah, they they just... <laughs> the American politicians have is nothing Glenn to do Is Glenn Maxwell with. even Jewish? Yeah. Oh, she is? Yeah. Oh, I'm just dumb. I didn't know that either. Her... No, I, I didn't I know thought, that either. Really? Like... He was just lumping her in there with Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. Her dad was in Mossad. Yeah, but, you know, you can be a German Nazi and in Mossad. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> You're not wrong. Uh, but, uh, I'm not an anti-Semite. I love and respect Jews just as I do all races. And I pray for Israel, just as I pray for America. Oh my god, this guy sucks. He doesn't- he's not even anti- he's anti-Jew, but not anti-Israel. Yeah, uh, he- it's so hard to get like to the to the core of this guy's thought process because he is so insane. Was this just sent out to all the students at Ferris University? Like, did they all get this? I yeah, guess? it was an email. <laughs> Quite an email to receive. <laughs> the entire world has fallen under the spell of a satanic global elite. Their end goal is a technocratic one-world government, where everyone, Jew and Gentile, will be microchipped and tracked 24-7. They use the rhetoric of social justice and cancel culture not to bring about equality, but to smear and silence anyone who opposes them. Again, this guy is entirely, his entire worldview is encompassed by Twitter. Like, the 200 million people that have Twitter, if it's even that many people. Like he, it's r slash gang stalking, man. Yeah. That's what this guy literally believes. No, exactly. He's scared of magic. Exactly. Exactly. And it's like, 
Yeah, he thinks cancel culture is a global conspiracy. Dude, just get the fuck off of Twitter. Dude, just move to Mexico. <laughs> ah, ha, ha, how cyberbullying even real. Ah, ha, ha, just log off. Uh, just turn that shit off. Like We will all be equally enslaved if they have their way. They use science, both fake and real, as a weapon to control us and keep us in a constant state of fear. The fear spell of the atom bomb is worn off after all of these years, so they had to unleash a new one, COVID-19. Lord have mercy on me and on all of us. Sincerely, Thomas Brennan. <laughs> God uh, bless us, everyone. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, Good morning. Sunday morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's the typical um, Republican voter. But <laughs> Anything to close on this, I guess? Anyone want to talk about this guy? Uh... Anything to say? <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of all laid bare, isn't it? I don't, I don't know what to, what to say. Uh, I don't know. Inshallah, brother, where we go one, we go all. We'll see you at Donald Trump's re-inauguration party. <laughs> Hit that beat, Danny. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Secretary of State Thomas Brennan. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Like, come clean, Justice Roberts. I bet you'll sleep better at night. You need to resign and let Trump appoint another <laughs> Supreme Court judge. Which uh, he should do just so Trump has appointed one half of the Supreme Court. Oh my god. Yeah, that would be awesome. Uh, Devin Nunes said uh, Hillary Clinton will be jailed in 72 days. <laughs> this is on a Tumblr page. <laughs> is it, like, recent? Trump won't be president in 72 days. <laughs> Damn, you're right. Uh, June 13th. Okay. I wonder if she got arrested. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unless 72 days from uh, that date is like the last day of Trump's presidency. Imagine that. The last day of Trump being president, <laughs> he executes Hillary Clinton. No, that would be so cool. Yeah, right? And then pardons himself immediately. <laughs> Yeah, I pardon myself. No, Biden immediately pardons him. Joe Biden is not my president, ever. Echo, if you agree. And it's a picture of Joe Biden, but he's, like, orange like Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. Nice. That sounds like Matt. Yes, it does. Pennsylvania attorney accused of embezzling 985 grand from veterans charity. Let's go. Let's go. Where are we Fuck going? Them troops. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're sending them back. Some guy stole a million dollars from a veterans charity in Pennsylvania, and we were talking about how that's practice. <laughs> <laughs> How'd he do it? How'd he do it? I don't know. He did some stupid lawyer shit. He probably just took the money and left, but he's a lawyer, so he can do that. Uh, yeah. It wasn't a good heist. Uh, you guys ready for the second half? Uh, yeah, cut it. me in half, Danny. <laughs> so, uh, we're delving into more Twitter drama this week. Um, so, uh, a couple days ago... Uh, Jake Tapper joined thousands of other New York City liberals, Iraq war cheerleaders, uh, Republicans, and wine moms in calling Congresswoman Rashida Taleb uh, anti-Semitic on Twitter. I saw this. Yes. Oh my god, the little fucking snake. Yeah, it was quite the controversy controversy for about one day. Um, this was in response to uh, Representative Taleb's comment about Biden nominating Anthony Blinken for Secretary of State. Uh, her comment was to the effect of, will he allow me to criticize Israel or, you know, support BDS, referencing uh, if Blinken will reverse Mike Pompeo's record on basically making criticism of Israel illegal and uh, designating BDS an anti-Semitic hate group. Uh, so, as a result, <laughs> someone dug up this classic 2003 article by Mr. Jake Tapper. Uh, it's called Gangbanging in Media Land. The New Republic busts a cap in the New York Times backside for hoeing out on Iraq by Jake Tapper in Salon. <laughs> by the way, this is insanely racist. <laughs> I want to I preface this with, like, I mean, mind-bogglingly racist. 
This is whack, yo, said Peter P. Diddy Beinart, the much-feared editor of TNR, as he slammed that morning's New York Times down onto his desk. Whack. Calling Peter Beinart P. Biddy. <laughs> True dat, affirmed executive editor Snoop Kitty Orr, <laughs> kicking it old school in DuPont Circle, iced skim venti latte in hand. Colinzio been acting janky. One day it's all inspectors UN disarmament. Then she busts a CK and disarmament is just an option. Dizam. Busting a CK Holy is just like jerking <laughs> off. It's just like Louie. <laughs> is is he talking about Nelly Orr? <laughs> yes. This is Donald Trump should just tweet like this for the rest yeah, of his presidency. Yeah, no, yeah, he should. Donald Trump should make a podcast where he just reads this article. <laughs> From the corner boomed the voice of literary editor L.W. Cool J, former mixmaster of J.W.A., his lovely young bride on his lap, a draft of Caddish the Second. This time it's personal by his side. How you want to carry it, Nam Sayin, he asked. I mean, what's with these homies dissing my pearl? Why do the old gray lady got a front? <laughs> Biatch, sneered Snoop Kitty. <laughs> From the doorway strode the impressive silhouette <laughs> the impressive silhouette of senior editor Lil Cottle in full bling bling. What's up, Shorty? asked Snoop's kitty, her biatch. But Lil Cottle was serious serious. Bust an op-ed in its ass, yo. <laughs> this shit is beyond parody. This is really dark. <laughs> I know, I know. G-Unit. <laughs> A few hundy miles north on 43rd Street, New York Times executive editor Purple Rains was rapping with Kalinzio, editor of the editorial page. How do you spell Hans Blix, a copy editor, inquired of Rains. H to the Izzo, Rains began, but before he could finish, managing editor Gerald Boyd ran breathlessly to his side, memos a-flying from his pockets. Holla at me, Rains instructed. Boyd presented his boss with a faxed copy of the new TNR. Wishing that they could be us so all they do is hate, he mumbled under his breath. But the truth is, they don't even come close to our rate base. Reigns mumbled something about TNR owner Marty Master P. Colinzio. Thought she heard something about the softest, fakest wannabe gangsta in Bethesda. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you're the softest guy in all of Maryland. <laughs> Don't be sweating that, Colinzio, ever the voice of reason implored. They're playa haters. It's infradig beneath us, yo. <laughs> oh my god, it's it's hard to to read this out this loud. This is disgusting. <laughs> oh my god. I know. I like this is this is Jake Tapper, man. Like the the guy is beyond reproach. Okay. Fashizi, but those DC Bamas. Rain's eyes turned benzo red as he continued to read the editorial. Disarmament has been reduced to a mere preference to be undertaken only if or when international opinion embraces it. Fuck that shit. The literally, like, the extremely racist joke where you pronounce shit like that. Like, spelled the same way. Rain's was livid. Respect the architect or get broken, he said. Boyd trumbled and went back to go write another memo. The TNR crew had been known for drive-bys for years. Friends and Moody, whatever young... I don't think I could say this! I wouldn't say that one. It's like pizza with an N. <laughs> yeah, it's pizza with an N. We'll go with that. Uh, whatever young pizza with an N was living Lizarge, LW Cool J and his posse would side wow in their pee ride and turn the Charlie Rose green room into a killing field. Ugh. It was a touching field. <laughs> but this was something else. No one has been able to talk reason to either crew, even as the circulation numbers for both crews went through the roof. Gran Weisberg Rosen, all the usual emissaries with expertise in calming Northwest Westside shootouts, have lately found themselves shooting blanks. Matters have not been helped by the controversial Bone Thugs and Sullivan, once affiliated with both crews until Reigns and he got in each other's dental work. He was savage agitating. <laughs> 
In any case, that brings us to today, where editorials are flying and all sorts of innocents are being caught in the crossfire. Perhaps the sentiments of those of us who would love both crews was summed up best in a chat room devoted to the feud. Isn't it time we learned, wrote someone called Wolfsman? We're all in the same gang. Word. So... Thank you, Wolfsman. <laughs> so... What the fuck is that about? It's so goddamn confusing. I don't know who, like, the vast majority of those people are. Uh, that was but one of the worst it, things I've ever heard in my life. It, that was... Insane. It's just racist. Like, it doesn't make any sense. But the article is prefaced with a quote... The normally left-of-center New Republic penned an editorial blasting fellow liberals at the editorial page of the New York Times for demonstrating intellectual incoherence in their views on the war in Iraq. So, they also link to that article, but it's since been deleted. So, you know, we can only presume that it's it was an argument, argument over which publication wants to destroy Iraq, you know, <laughs> more efficiently. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Which person's being flip-floppy on how they want to destroy Iraq. Yeah, yeah. I, I I just can't, and it's like, the medium that Jake Tapper chose is just, like, insane racism. Just, like, over the top. Like, oh my fucking god. Yeah, couldn't even really make fun of this. It was just gross. It, 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 I, I felt like I had to read it. <laughs> it actually, it, it perfectly lines up. Jake Tapper was flipping channels in 2003. He saw the Eminem like Toy Soldiers music video on. Eminem was white. It was palatable to him. He got the mildest understanding of like a rap beef and then just decided to go way overboard with it. Yeah, it's it's Stan Tapper. Yeah. <laughs> he was like he was like, hey, well, no, this reminds me of my colleagues arguing. We're all the same shills here, everyone. Yeah. It's like he uses the vernacular that like uh like liberal writer rooms would use when writing like rappers up until 2017 or whatever where they're just constantly like what's up h to the izzo oh my fucking it's the, god it's the same thing like when you're fighting with a liberal on twitter and just they only reply with gifts of black women shaking their head no <laughs> yes, or yes exactly exactly this is literary it's blackface yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love accusing people of that, of uh, emoticon blackface. <laughs> You're gift switching right now? Kicking it old school in DuPont Circle. That's <laughs> one of the most evil things I've ever read in my uh, life. Just, <laughs> what's the thing about Bethesda? <laughs> the hardest homie in Bethesda, Maryland? I don't know. This is like... No, the softest, fakest wannabe gangsta in Bethesda. <laughs> yeah. Jake Tapper read, wrote this and then read it back and was like, yep, post. Yep. And he, then he, he left his study and was like, honey, check out what I just wrote. <laughs> we can confirm that uh, Jake Tapper is the kind of crazy white boy who just doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> Jake Tapper is actually Tom McDonald. This is alter ego. <laughs> Uh, Jake Tapper is the, uh, the, the gay guy that Eminem does the voice of in all his skits. <laughs> Ken Kniff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what this should have been. It shouldn't have been this whole article. It should have been an audio thing of Jake Tapper doing that thing and just, uh, the, uh, two writers for the New York Times and the New Republic are Shaggy, Too Dope, and Violent J. And they're both just sucking his dick. I'm excited for his new one because now that he's into more of, like, the PC socially conscious stuff, he'll do Dancing with the Devil by Immortal Technique <laughs> and uh, write a song about raping Donald Trump. Hell yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Jake Tapper's like, say my name. They're like, Wolf Blitzer. He's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> say my name, Don Lemon. If you want Wolf Blitzer, you can have him. <laughs> nice. We should, we should end, instead of on music, we should just end on that skit where uh, Ken Kniff is getting his dick sucked. <laughs> With just piano in the background. I, I have a joke, but it doesn't connect to anything at all, except I said Don Lemon earlier, and I realized Don Lemon party's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good, yeah, right? Yeah, no, yeah, it is. That, what's that, like a bunch of, like, woke grannies watching cnn being like you know we're really in the right place on issues <laughs> this don lemon guy he's, he's an upstanding man um yeah so uh i mean i guess that's a pretty good uh pretty good example of liberal media like 
I don't know. It only that only really changed like one or two years ago. <laughs> but like 2016, that's where it all began. Yes. Where Hillary Clinton was doing bodies in spaces, and Donald Trump was like, "You look like shit. I could have had <laughs> I could have had you at any time." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see, let's see. Hillary cucks Bill with Donald. How about that? That would be something. Bill sounds like a Pornhub video. Better dresser. <laughs> Uh, Bill cucks Hillary with Donald. <laughs> now that's Let's better. Go. That's a fan fiction. Let's go. <laughs> Mr. President is what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Hillary Clinton singing the Marilyn Monroe Happy Birthday, Mr. President to uh, Donald Trump. <laughs> Happy birthday, Mr. <laughs> President. Donald Trump singing the Marilyn Monroe Happy Birthday to Bill Clinton. Ooh, uh, happy birthday, uh, <laughs> Mr. President. Uh, Trump has ever uh, sang anything? Uh, like, do you think he sings to himself ever? No, I think he hires someone to sing for him. Trump was actually a member of Kraftwerk until he became president. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's all we got. Oh, <laughs> uh, wait, wait, wait. What's up? Can I cut in with a random article I just found that's awesome? Yeah, sure. Ex-Overstock CEO says he's putting together an army of various odd people to save Donald Trump. What? Save him how? It's the Daily Beast. Give me a second. It's the worst he website. He, too, is a Leninist like Steve Bannon. He's building the vanguards. <laughs> All right, so apparently Patrick Byrne, the former CEO of Overstock.com, resigned in 2019 after investors found out that he was claiming that he had a romance with a Russian agent at the behest of the men in black of the United what? States government. What? He's now returned and said he's raising a personal army to reclaim the election for Donald Trump. Oh my god. He's quoted saying, I funded a team of hackers and cyber sleuths, other people with odd skills, Byrne says in Tuesday in an interview at OANN. <laughs> Where OAN personality Chanel Rion <laughs> praised Burt as the head of an elite shadow cybersecurity team. <laughs> Anonymous and Blackwater are teaming up to uh, hand, the, hand the election to Donald Trump. Yeah, uh, exactly. That's what he's claiming. He's launched a media tour to promote his mysterious hacker team appearing from an undisco undisclosed <laughs> location on OAN and Newsmax. <laughs> they all have Guy and Fawkes masks on. No, they're not Guy yes, Fawkes masks. They're Timothy McVeigh masks because they view him <laughs> as the modern Guy Fawkes. <laughs> Timothy McVeigh kind of is the modern guy, Fox. It would be much scarier if they all just wore those lifelike Clinton masks from the 2016 <laughs> election. Aaron just looks like Hillary. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so as Donald Trump continues to lose his lawyers and his chance at uh, stealing the presidency like a good Republican would, yeah. he's, got, he's got Peter Byrne, who was fucking the Russian Secret Service in service <laughs> of the United States Secret Service... To blow up the Republican Senate and say... Servicing the service in favor of the service, if you will. Yeah, exactly. Remember, remember the 28th of November. Absolutely. Albanian Independence Day, everybody. He could never pull a Fidel Castro and just continuously keep fucking the CIA agent. Because she, exactly. she keeps coming back for that great dick. <laughs> could never pull Fidel Castro and uh, not be a famous baseball player to instead be... Uh, <laughs> king of a country the army of clinton mass and king of a country actually remind me of a john mcafee's presidential bid where he was going to have people wear masks of his face and appear <laughs> on podiums with like audio of him talking to speak on his behalf <laughs> i liked his first president presidential campaign in um belize yeah his first presidential campaign in belize where he uh campaigned by having minor shit in his mouth and then he just tried to overthrow the government <laughs> yeah yeah exactly blew up three bridges and then took a huge section of the jungle hostage and tried to start his own country <laughs> and then immediately ran for president like a year or two later <laughs> What a fucking guy, though. I do miss him. Like, I don't think he should be in Spanish jail. They should just let him continue to do his hijinks. Uh, it was really cool when Pod Damn America interviewed them, and then shout out Anders Lee. Uh, asked him if he'd ever killed anybody. <laughs> was like, wow, you have you have the biggest ball, the balls of an Irishman, folks. <laughs> yeah, really. The balls of an Irishman. Really. Only an Irishman could be so bold. So, uh. 
Thanks for listening to Boomer Death Squad. <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter at Boomer Death Pod. I've been Joe. I've been Danny. And I've been Matt. Oh, also, uh, we are doing a collaboration tonight. I don't think it'll be going up. It'll, maybe it'll be up tomorrow, but we're doing a collaboration with another podcast called Heat Death of the Universe. Uh, and they'll be coming on our show uh, next week, I think. So, um, yeah, look out for that if you want to see us somewhere else. Bye-bye. I can't pay no doctor bills, but Whitey's on the moon. Ten years from now, I'll be paying still while Whitey's on the moon. You know, the man just up my rent last night, cause Whitey's on the moon. No hot water, no toilets, no lights, but Whitey's on the moon. I wonder why he's up in me, cause Whitey's on the moon. Well, I was already giving him 50 a week, and now Whitey's on the moon. Taxes taking my whole damn check. The junkies make me a nervous wreck. The price of food is going up, and as if all that crap wasn't enough, a rat done bit my sister Nell with Whitey on the moon. Her face and arms began to swell, and Whitey's on the moon. Was all that money I made last year for Whitey on the moon? How come I ain't got no money here? Mmm, Whitey's on the moon. You know, I just about had my fill of Whitey on the moon. I think I'll send these doctor bills, air mail special. Whitey on the moon.